Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. What did you make of the Bulls' comeback victory over the Hornets? Did the 117-110 win make up for the wretched loss to Toronto the night before? What is the message that this team is sending to management as the deadline approaches? Yeah, that's a good question. I thought the message was going to be more negative, frankly, when they were uh, losing that game. I was just like, hey, you got to be kidding me. And then I was thinking, that's the second of a back-to-back. And then and then Kobe White really went off and um, and did it for his uh, home state. And that helped a ton. I think the, um, I think the message, frankly is go ahead and make a move. I, I I think this team needs to do something. And, you know, Io is playing much better, and, and uh, Kobe is obviously getting much better. But they it's, it's just we need different. We need something to change. They're, they're entertaining enough if they win a game. I'm not entertained when you lose to Toronto. So you, you don't want to prolong uh, or end losing streaks. You want to beat teams you're supposed to. But I, I think the message with the Bulls is that it's not working entirely correctly. And maybe, maybe they don't need to get everything they want. Maybe they just need to make a deal. We're number nine. We're number nine. <laughs> We're number nine. I mean, they're they're just they're maddening like that. They get a couple of days off. They had to have that win last night. They had to have that. It gets everybody off their back. They'll be on the score on Sunday night. I think the message is we need to get healthy. Nobody likes to acknowledge that because it does sound a lot like an excuse. But no Patrick Williams, no Zach Levine, no Torrey Craig. You, know, you look at the guys that they're missing, and it's very difficult to get a complete picture with an incomplete roster. So I think, in fairness, the message they're sending is that we're trying to hold on because we want to be relevant again. And I think that if you would ask players and you get the sense out of that locker room that they do want to stay intact. They don't want to see a team dismantled for the sake of dismantling. And I understand the frustration. There's a lot of Bulls fatigue because they are frustrating. But once they get healthy, they'll be in that 8, 9, 10 spot. Maybe they can get better, play well, go on a run and be 6 or 7. I don't think that this season's going to end well, but I don't also think they're going to find very many takers at the trade deadline. They're going to have to stand pat. This message last night, if you want to read into something, it's like make Kobe White the bigger focus. This guy can sure, handle sure. the responsibility. He is a scoring machine. When he gets going, and he can do it a lot of different ways, the ascension of Kobe White is becoming the story of this season. You know how that would work? Trade him to Charlotte. 
<laughs> oh, that's a great question. What did you think of Caitlin Clark's show? Did it live up to the hype? What was your lasting impression? A lot of hype. I Did it live up to it? She was 3 for 12 from three-point range. Mm-hmm. There will be people who say it didn't because of that. But she scored 35 points. Mm-hmm. She had 10 assists. Her team blew out Northwestern. So this is the traveling road show that is the Caitlin Clark show, and it did meet the hype. It, to, in my mind, it's got to be difficult to be 22 years old and every arena you go into is full and everyone's, most people are there to see you. Every team is devising defenses to stop you and the pressure that she handles like a pro with grace, with humility. That made it worth the effort, and I think everything you hear from her, everything you see from her, make you want to see more of her. So, absolutely, there are a lot of memories. People drove for hours. They spent a small fortune in some cases to get in that building to make it worth their while, and she made it worth everybody's time because, yeah, the, the broad, broadcast have some time. There was a volume off, and the, they missed the, the milestone. There are things we could find to nitpick, but overall, a special night for – women's basketball fans, and a great night for the sport. I'm sure it was much better in person than it was on my couch because it was bad on my couch. (laughs) I sent a text to you guys, Mm. and the response was, the game hasn't even started yet. I said, that's the point. (laughs) They're introducing (laughs) Caitlin Clark, and you can't even hear. I mean, I I could teach you at the Illinois Media School how to do things much better than they know how to do at Peacock. Dustin, I was not going to bring that up. But since you did, since you you did, because I didn't want to – Embarrass the fact that you <laughs> you you bailed early. before the opening tip. You were upset. I didn't with the bail. Puck. I was complaining. I was complaining and moaning. I wasn't even on there yet. I was getting. I was telling, talking to my remote, play Peacock, and you were like, yeah, "This this stinks." What stunk? What was it? You, David, you couldn't. They were doing the player introductions. It's Caitlin Clark, and you can't even hear it. Then they, like, turn the lights off, and they're going to introduce Northwestern, and nothing happened. It's like, what are are we doing here? All right, I'm sorry. (laughs) I got to tell you, that was funny. It was was a nice exchange. I I told David, you know, we're sitting there watching Caitlin Clark, and and I have a daughter, Caitlin, and now her name is spelt with a Y. It's a different name, but... My wife, as we were watching the game, sent me these photos of my daughter when she was 10 playing at Wells Rhine Arena. They had this, you know, they had this little thing where they went down there and they got Northwestern stuff and they had a little tournament game. And I got to tell you, I, I, you know, from that point on, I mean, I'm, now I'm thinking about You're my in. kid. You're like, in. what am I? You You're know, in your feelings. I'm locked in the yeah. whole damn thing. And I, and I started thinking about her and her career and, you know, then she talks in the post game about the, the season ticking away and her, you know, how much she enjoys it. Like, are you looking at how many? So she's not counting points. She's not counting missed shots. She's counting the number of days she's going to have with her team. And, and as anyone who has played college sports understands that there's a finality to your career when you run out of eligibility. Yeah. Now, she still has another year, but that's it. But you it's know, different. get her degree. It's just a different. Yeah. You have that's a, a good observation. A, a different feeling. Yeah. That's not, she's great. Question for you guys real quick. Now that the Bears have hired their new OC and the entire coaching staff, can you say with any certainty whether or not it's an upgrade? Would the quarterback have to remain in place to know for sure? 
How will we ever really know if it's an upgrade if they draft a quarterback with the first overall pick? Yeah, I, I mean, determining how good this coaching staff is, um, I go back to the Supreme Court's definition of pornography. You know it when you see it. So I think whether it's Justin Fields and we and we can do like a, a kind of play-by-play breakdown of uh, the Luke Getze era. By the way, he's interviewing for a couple of jobs. Good to see him get three jobs: action. Patriots, Saints, right. and Raiders. Right. Good for him. Um, but I think that that um, what's interesting to me, in and um, I just want to see them succeed, and I want to see them have like a proper offense and run plays and do things where you 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 know this guy is there, Ben Johnson, right? You want to feel. Like everybody is rowing in the same direction, and that is you're bringing in everything to support whomever it is you're bringing in, and that's what it will determine their success. Well, anything is an upgrade over Luke Getzey. That was that was that was a train wreck in my opinion. So this is, and I, I like the fact that you've got a guy who you know Luke Getzey didn't call plays until he got to Chicago, right. and I think that's I think that's the biggest thing we will notice, no matter who the quarterback is is the guy calling the plays has actually done the job before. Bingo. That's exactly why you feel better about this offensive staff than you felt in a while. The Bears actually did something they rarely do. They hired somebody for a job that they have done before. They come in with experience. You're not teaching them. They're not beholden to you. They have actual experience play calling. Shane Waldron's done it. Thomas Brown's highly qualified as a passing game coordinator. Kerry Joseph has a good reputation. I don't know what impact that Kerry Joseph can have on a young quarterback, but, hey, they they like his experience. He has a good reputation. Luke Getze came in here with the reputation but not the results from experience, and it turned out to be a big problem. So I do like where the staff is headed. I think they did all they could do. We have capable guys. They're competent guys. They're respected guys. Now let's find out who they're going to be coaching and calling plays for because it still remains it's more about the player than it is the play caller more about the player than the coach but this staff gives you reason to be optimistic if you're a Bears fan when the whole family comes together to watch the game nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store with Instacart you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour less time shopping means more game time let's go Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
I'm not talking necessarily about a pick six or something like that. That is the voice of Brad Biggs, 7 a.m., Biggs time. What do you make of the Seahawks hiring former Ravens defense coordinator Mike McDonald as their new head coach? Is it a coincidence Coincidence that McDonald is 36 and he replaces a 72-year-old in Pete Carroll, a guy literally two times his age with Seattle going from the oldest coach in the league to the youngest coach in the league? This is a remarkable story. It really is because of that fact that you could look at half his age. They hired somebody half Pete Carroll's age. Now, due respect with, to Mike McDonald, he could be great. And he's one of the bright, young assistant coaches in the league. I'm surprised they went with a defensive head coach again. I'm surprised that they went with a 36-year-old head coach to replace a 72-year-old head coach. I'm surprised they went with a guy who hasn't done it before with Mike Vrabel, for example, on the market. I don't know what they're looking for in Seattle, but I have been surprised overall at this head coaching cycle in the NFL. I don't know what these owners are thinking. I don't know what they're doing. What's wrong with Bill Belichick? What's wrong with Mike Vrabel? They fired Pete Carroll? Really? Why? So Mike McDonald wouldn't get away? I think they could all work out well, but I would be skeptical, and I do wonder. I think Mike McDonald has a great pedigree. Michigan, the Ravens, he comes highly recommended, highly regarded. But what's going on in the National Football League this offseason? You look around at the hires, and I don't think anybody expected them to be the guys who got hired, especially with the guys who didn't. I think this is all about the Harbaugh effect. He's got not one but two Harbaugh, Harbaugh stinks on him. Coach for both John and Jim. Everybody loves the Harbaugh. I mean, I, it, it, everybody loves Travis Kelsey right now and the Chiefs or hates them. And I think maybe the Harbaugh's are the same, but Harbaugh is the second biggest thing in the NFL right now. So if you've been within five feet of these guys and you can coach a little bit, you're attractive. And I think that's what this hire is all about. Um, you know, I think this guy's a good coach. Uh, he is stepping into a new job at a, at a you know different job and a difficult one. And it'll be a fun thing to see. They gave him a six-year deal. Um, they want him to age in the job like Pete Carroll did. I think it's wild that you've got the now the youngest coach in the league and you had the oldest coach in the league. And you know who's the second oldest coach in the league is 71-year-old Bill Belichick. And he was replaced by now the second youngest coach in the league in uh, Jared Mayo, who is 16 months older than um, than, than McDonald. It's just it's just weird that two of these long-standing successful franchises are going from the from the you know and I I'm not calling ageism I don't know what it is but they're going from an older coach to a very young coach so you're going from a guy that has kind of that knows everything and has done everything to a guy that's kind of you know you're going to be learning those are both young first-time head coaches you're going to be learning on the job. And I think they want the difference, the energy they want. And, and Pete Carroll had a ton of energy. And I don't think Bill's problem was energy. I think they just they picked the wrong players too often. But I, I think you're right, David. The idea that you got Hall of Fame head coaches that are just sitting there and no one wants to talk. I think it's very interesting, too, in light of what we talked about yesterday. 
with the college programs like Michigan and Notre Dame and Ohio State and Northwestern, promoting from within, internal hires. You look around the National Football League, this hiring cycle, it's a very similar phenomenon. The big names are out. The new guys are in. It's a trend. That's an amazing way to ask me that question. (laughs) What would you prefer the Cubs to do at third base in 2024? Risk overpaying for free agent gold glover Matt Chapman, potentially blocking prospects for the next couple of years, or cobble together a serviceable platoon system uh, comprised of Christopher Morrell, Nick Madrigal, Michael Bush, Patrick Wisdom, till the prized prospect Matt Shaw is ready? I think it's an excellent question because... The, the prospect problem is guys are what we're talking about in the NFL, learning on the job. And when you get a vet, you know, Chapman's a really good player. He's a really good player, and he's going to help you. So the question then becomes, are you relying on too many guys without enough experience, and should you get a guy there for a year or two that you know is good? I think they'll go platoon, frankly. I, I just don't I don't know how much money they want to spend. But I think what they should do is bring in the professional. And and I, I you know, I was thinking about it the other day. We talked a lot about Bellinger and how much money he wants and how why not give him like a short term deal? Why not if he would take like you know, a really nice upfront two years with an option for the third, he could get back on the market and still be young. And maybe if he has kind of an NBA, NBA, an MVP style um, season, he's put a couple of those together. And now you don't have people worrying that he's going to, oh, he's coming right back down. Oh. It, it, it'll be, it could be to his benefit. I, I, I would try to do that with him. If, if it took that, if you are worried about spending $200 million. Well, I don't think Cub fans will see Matt Chapman and Cody Bellinger in Cubs uniforms in 2024. I, I don't think this has anything to do about blocking Matt Shaw. I mean, Matt Shaw just got drafted. We have no idea what Matt Shaw is going. There's a long time till Matt Shaw is, and David's scoffing at that idea, then, then play him now. Then play him next week, David. You know, if they're playing Sunday, pencil them in, in your lineup. You're the guy who said PCA is going to be the biggest star in Chicago in five years. I did. Before he played it, even one inning of Major League Baseball. I could have just went along with everybody else and sent Connor Bedard and had a really boring No, 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 no. That has nothing to do with Connor Bedard. But, but my, who knows? My, my, my point is, is he, that. He can't hit right now. But I, 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 Fair enough. And I, I'm not giving up on PCA. Mm-hmm. But my point is that prospects create. Hope because they have promise, they have potential. I don't. I'm not writing off Matt Shaw, and certainly the Cubs are. He's the 54th best prospect in Major League Baseball according to MLB Pipeline. He's drafted last June, 13th overall. This kid is my new kind of preoccupation in the Cubs system. I can't wait for him to get to the major leagues. I don't know how fast it'll be. It'll probably be a little bit delayed. But I do think that if you if you sign Matt Chapman to a five year contract, then you're making a massive mistake. I mean, Matt Chapman's not getting a five year contract. Hold on there. What do you mean he's not going to get a five year contract? I'll bet you anybody anything you want to bet that no matter where Matt Chapman signs his next contract, okay. his very next contract right. will be for less than five years. And what are you going to pay him? You're going to pay him a lot of money per per season. Are you you don't think that if the Cubs sign Matt Chapman 
that they're going to be blocking Matt Shaw? I mean, Matt Shaw is on the way. How, how old is Matt Shaw? I mean, how close is he? He's he he played in 38 games last year, and he was hitting all over the place. Yeah. He may be a year away. Yeah. Okay, so this year, could you get Matt Chapman on a one- or two-year deal? Yes. I don't know, Dustin. If you could, pay him. Pay him all he's worth because this season, every season is sacred. He's 22 right I don't, now. I don't think you're going to oh. be able to do that. Shaw's 22? Well, he's getting close. Now Chapman's not. Yep, Shaw's 22. Yep. Wow. So Shaw is close. Yeah. Big Ten Player of the Year, Maryland. All right, let's move on. Terrific question. <laughs> Need to get that answered. Don't have it for you today. Uh, Our guy Bruce Levine floated the idea of the White Sox, much like a few teams like the Brewers have done recently, locking up their top prospects by signing Colson Montgomery to an 8- to 10-year contract to give him security and the Sox cost control. You like that idea? I have to say, Bruce stopped me in my tracks when he said that. I don't like the idea. I'm not quite sure why, but I think it's a long commitment to a lot of maybes. So I want to go back to the idea. Yes, Colson Montgomery is the ninth-rated prospect in Major League Baseball, the best prospect in in Chicago baseball. But eight to ten years is a long time. I would maybe tap the brakes. I would maybe wait to see. You don't know who's going to be owning the team. You don't know where you're going to be playing baseball. It could be in the South Loop. It could be in the uh, 35th and Shields. It could be in Nashville. You just don't know. Oh, come on. I'm just teasing about the Nashville part. But I would probably stay away from Colson Montgomery in a long-term contract. That would scare me. You know who's closer to playing in the big leagues? <laughs> Colson Montgomery. Didn't they make this mistake with a bunch of their young guys already when the former now open invitation Rick Hahn can come on anytime he wants and talk about it? They they they've, they did this before. Yep. They, they've done this, and it did it work? No. Right. So, Well, it, it might have worked with Luis Robert. You know, you're not trading him right now. Otherwise, he'd be gone. So I think the answer to this question has to do with ownership. I mean, are they selling the White Sox to a team that will spend money? Is there some billionaire floating around on the south side I don't know about that has decided he'll buy the White Sox? Because I would imagine this ownership will not last eight more years. No. So would I give him an eight- to ten-year deal? If, if Jerry and his group owns the team, I think you have to because otherwise you're not going to be able to keep the guy. Um, it's the only way they could keep them. So, yeah, I do it. And then the new owners can decide whether they got the coin to keep the guy. Having him under a long-term contract, to, to add to your point, might make the team more attractive if you have young talent secured for the long term. Especially, how, how old is Colson Montgomery? You know, I, I, I think he, um, I think he's headed... Too. He's 21 now, but doesn't he have a birthday February 27th? Wow. So, so he'll be 22. You start shopping already? I'm going to get him something. <laughs> it's the 1st of February. Get him you a must, Major League jersey. I, I know I'm just saying he'll be 22 you, you like just, Shaw at the beginning of the season. You just know everybody's birthday who has a February birthday. <laughs> you just know all the February birthdays. Well, I think because, it's a wild coincidence. Yes, wild coincidence. That you know all Jerry the February Angelo birthdays. Jerry Angelo has the same birthday as uh, there, there's like five or ten people that work for the Bears that had the same birthday. And, and as who? As uh, Jerry Angelo. As anybody else? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I can, okay. I can rattle off names. All right. Happy birthday a week John from tomorrow, Post. Jerry Angelo. Yeah. Uh, Morocco Brown, who worked for the Bears, 
born on February 9th. I believe both his parents born on February 9th. Okay. They, they, he tops the February 9th birthday over Jerry. Uh, the two most famous guys that I know that were born on February 9th. Exactly right. Great day for football, let's be honest. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.